the individual who will gain success in life, whether in work or in the Dhamma practice, they need to have the Dhamma qualities that will make them have success. These Dhamma qualities are that one needs to have satisfaction in what one does and to have the determination to progress in it. We need to have satisfaction in the things that we do, like a child who is keen to learn and is interested to study. They are interested in gaining more and more different types of knowledges. They have strong determination and aren't discouraged when faced with difficulties. So this determination is very important. Or if one does one's work and one has satisfaction in their work and duties and they aim to progress in their work with mindfulness and wisdom, they put forth effort, then they can succeed. If we have no effort, then even if we like our work or we like learning and study, we won't be able to gain success. So we need to have determination and effort. Even if we have less mindfulness and intelligence than others who are smarter, but we put forth more effort than them, we can still succeed. Like some intelligent students can study their material just once and they can memorize it. But we may not be able to memorize very well. So we need to read over it many, many times, but we can still progress and compete and we can succeed in our studies because of our effort. So this effort is important. The one who wants to overcome suffering in all things, whether from studying and working, they must have effort. Those that have laziness won't meet with success. There is one story in the suttas of a child of wealthy parents. At a young age, he was not hardworking. At the middle of his life, he put forth no effort. And at an old age, he was not diligent. He died having nothing. The wealth that he had gained from his parents' inheritance to him was all gone. The Buddha said that if this man, at a young age, he was hardworking and diligent, he would have become a rich man to the highest level. Or if in his young age he was lazy, but in his middle age he was hard-working, then he would still become wealthy. But even in his young age, if he was not diligent, in his middle age he wasn't diligent, but in his old age he was diligent, then he'd still gain some wealth. But here he didn't do anything, in his young age, middle age or old age, and so his life came to nothing, and all his wealth was gone. This was because he had just laziness. And the Buddha said further that if this person practiced Dhamma from a young age, he would have had noble attainments to the level of Anagami, the second highest level of enlightenment. If he practiced Dhamma at a middle age, then this person would have attained to Sakadagami, the third highest level of enlightenment. And if he practiced Dhamma from an old age, then he would have attained to Sotapanna, the lowest level of enlightenment. But he didn't do anything, so he didn't gain the good results in the world or in the Dhamma. It was all gone. He was closed off from any goodness. Simply, he lacked effort. But those that have effort and diligence will have success, whether in learning or working. They will gain success in life. 
Here we look in the Buddha-sasana of those that had effort and eagerness to learn, like Venerable Rahula, who had ordained as a novice at seven years of age, not eating in the afternoon from that age. But he had a keen interest in learning and study. Every day he would put a fistful of sand in his hand and make the determination that he would gain knowledge and he would learn from his senior teachers and preceptor to the amount of the grains of sand in his hand. He set up his vow of truth that he would learn and have effort and diligence in learning of a high level. This is why the Buddha bestowed on him the title of being foremost in being eager to learn and search for knowledge. This shows that he had effort which was imbued with wisdom as well. And Venerable Rahula was one who was easy to teach. His preceptor was Venerable Sariputta and his teacher Venerable Mahamogalana. He was very easy to teach and advise. Those that are easy to teach and will believe and listen to their elders, they will gain success in life. So if one is a child, when our elders give advice that will lead to our benefit, then we should be diligent and put forth effort in it, and be able to do as they have advised. Make our minds be determined to follow in that teaching and advice. And we follow it with mindfulness and wisdom that is attentive. In this way, we will progress step by step. Here we will have success in learning. And if one does this as an adult, then one will have good success in work as well. And associating with the right people are important. If we aren't intelligent, but we associate with people that are intelligent, or those that are considered wise, then we will gain quick results. Venerable Ajahn Chah said, that those that have little wisdom but who stay close to wise people and receive their advice and teachings, follow those teachings, then they will gain quick results, all the same as those with a lot of wisdom. One who thinks one is smart and who stays close to wise people still may progress slowly. This is because they are deluded in their own intelligence. There are lots of people like this. This is what Ajahn Chah said. And here we look at the children that have come into this world and who get lost in sensual pleasures, delighting in things that waste a lot of their time. This is the modern communication devices that everyone is using to send information. There are lots of information in this world and the more we know about it, we may get too lost in it and end up losing a lot of our time to learn and study. We don't have mindfulness and we don't have wisdom. But if we use these modern devices well, we have virtue and a genuine interest to gain knowledge, then we can gain benefit from using them. This is for the one who has wisdom. It's like a sharp knife. If one has wisdom, then we can use the knife well and it gives us benefit. But those that are deluded, they can use the knife to kill the life of living beings then it becomes a liability for oneself and for others. This is delusion. And so there is one path, which is the path for those with wisdom and knowledge, and there is the other path, which is the path for one with delusion. And there are many things that make one deluded, like for insects, especially moths. When it gets night and there is artificial lights, they see it as bright and as being beautiful. The insects 
like the moths will fly into the flame. And even if their father and mother, relatives and friends warn them, they won't believe them. In the end, they believe that flying into the light is really good. They feel that it is something beautiful and then they enter it and die in that flame. This is because they believe themselves, they are deluded in themselves and they won't listen to the warnings of their friends and others. When one is born as a living being, then this instinct of delusion is there already. When one becomes excited, then one gets deluded and one goes to the path of death. So we must train to be smart and wise. We must train and develop in mindfulness and wisdom. We shouldn't be heedless. Sometimes we don't have effort, then we should bring up the feeling that one knows that one's life is fleeting and isn't lasting. So we should build goodness and build benefit for ourselves and others in this life a lot. So let us contemplate this Dhamma for today, that in our life we have the choice of the path that is good and the path that isn't good. Give up the things that are no good, do the things that are good, and make the mind purified. This is the teachings of all the Buddhas. May you be determined and grow in Dhamma. May you grow in blessings.